0: <laughs> welcome to Voice Hugs, a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. This is your host, Vivian and Rowena. Hey, friends, welcome back to another episode. How are you doing this morning, Row? Oh, I'm
1: doing fantastic. I think, uh, I overcame a big hurdle last weekend, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think we can talk about that a bit later because as you guys can tell from the title, it's going to be something about lacking motivation, but <laughs> yeah, woke up this morning feeling great, I've been working a bit and also making time for myself, like doing Qigong exercises, meditating, so I feel fantastic drinking lots of water. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm not drinking enough water
1: okay for those who are only listening to audio i have like a 1.5 liter water bottle with me and there's an interesting story the only reason why i have bottled water is because my mom in the depths of the pandemic at some point she was convinced that the world was gonna end Oh, so she's like, make sure you're stocked up, make sure you have water, make sure you have perishables. And it's been a, you know, a year, a year and a half, almost two years since. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm going through my stash of, okay, I got these things in preparation. I think we're going to be fine for a little while. So let me just finish them before they expire. Wait, does water expire? I, I, I think... I think like water still has life, even though it's not going to expire like milk or something like that. I think it's there's still there's still a time where it's better because, you know, water can turn stale, too. Right.
0: I did not know
1: water. Like It's not as good to drink water that's been in your purifier pitcher thing for too long.
0: Um,
1: Yeah. Maybe that's because back. I don't know. It's fine.
0: (laughs) How are you? (laughs) You know, I'm actually quite particular with water. I have a problem. I don't drink enough water. And that's because I'm very specific with how I drink water. I need it to be ice cold. Mm -hmm. I don't like the taste of like very minerally water like Arrowhead. Mm And the water bottle that James, Rowena's boyfriend, actually gave me, that has been a huge lifesaver. And I'm convinced that water tastes better out of this water bottle.
1: Aww. Yeah. It's a fellow mug, right? No, it's... like um, branded
0: from Maru? It's Kinto. Oh, oh yes. Yes. That one's so good. Kinto. And I'll be really quick about this, but (laughs) you can put ice in it. There's like a stopper so that the ice will never hit your mouth. And on top of that, I don't know if he or you have ever noticed, if you pour the water out using the stopper, it's a very consistent stream of water. So it controls like the flow of water into your mouth. Wait, so I've had the little kinto. Mm-hmm.
1: and I've always wondered what the stopper was for because I was like is it for tea leaves or I'm like yeah because I don't drink ice stuff
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh yeah <laughs> that's okay that makes sense that makes so much sense yeah. yeah I think it's it's
0: yeah I can't go on for a long time about this mm-hmm. water bottle but the flow of the water that mm-hmm. is really cool yes well enough about water <laughs> yes
1: how are you doing
0: viv <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm really excited to record this episode, actually, because I feel like it's really relevant for my life right now. Mm. Lack of motivation is the topic. And we received a number of questions the last few weeks. Back to back, they were more or less very similar questions Mm -hmm. that our listeners had. And I felt like, oh, this is so timely because Mm. I feel this way too. So... Let's unpack that a little.
1: Why why do you feel that way these days? <sighs> Cuz I mean, I feel it too. We talk about this in every episode. I feel like we're <laughs> we're all collectively going through similar seasons even yeah. though the the cause of why we feel this lack of motivation may
0: be different. But yeah, I'd love to hear a little bit of why. Okay. So, I didn't think about i didn't like think too much about my lack of motivation until reading these questions Mm
1: -hmm. and i think that's
0: one of the great things about having voice hugs in my life is that it in a way sparks reflection time for me and what i noticed in the last few weeks or slash months is that my room was getting really messy it was hard for me to get out of bed the things that i wanted to do it was hard for me to stay focused long enough or just to start things. I don't know. When you're in that state, it's really hard to get out of it. And I think especially for people like us who are really hard on ourselves, the lack of motivation can then lead to shame or guilt. Like, why aren't you doing enough? And then Mm -hmm. it it puts you into like this deeper cycle that you really don't have to be Mm -hmm. in. It's like a funk that turns into a bigger funk
1: yeah like an unnecessary <laughs> yeah it's like oh
0: you suck <laughs> it's like
1: stressed about being stressed and making even more stress about exactly being stressed. yeah mm. Mm.
0: <laughs> you go but why but why mm. yeah uh, Rowena always <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding okay um <laughs> I think I know why for myself and Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this because of, you know, this episode. Mm -hmm. I think that when you are feeling this way, it's important to take a step back and take inventory of like what's happening in your life. What are the different changes that have happened? Are you in a transitionary phase? Is something happening You know, around you physically, mentally, emotionally to maybe drain this energy. I think for me, lack of motivation feels like I don't have energy to do things. I don't have like the drive. And so that's like one part of it, taking inventory of things. And I think in other instances, not so much right now, but I remember other times in my life where I felt unmotivated it maybe came from a lack of meaning or like a lack of fulfillment in things. Mm-hmm. So why wake up and go to work when you hate the work that you're doing? You know, like you need to find some sort of purpose, even something really small. So you might hate your job or you might hate the topic that you're studying in school. But if you can find some sort of purpose to get you through it, then that can be enough to Push you through for the time being until you know you have more time to reflect and figure out really what it is that is causing that energy drainage. This is so fascinating because I've been reading a book,
1: it is called Finding Your North Star. So much of what we talk about, and what you just talked about, and what I've personally been experiencing, like I think in our head, it's very because it's all we think about. It's like so loud and so jumbled and like so many feelings, so many layers, so many emotions. But when I read like the first chapter of this book, okay, let me just unpack that a little. So the author is Martha Beck, I believe, Mm -hmm. and she talks about how every person has an essential self and a social self. So, the essential self is who you are, you know, what you're born with, your genes, genetics, your character, your temperament, just who you naturally are if you existed in a vacuum and like society did not tell you who you should be. And your social self is the self that has been molded by what she calls the three Ps your parents, your peers, and your professors. Mm. So, an example is your essential self is what made baby you smile because you're just happy. Your social self is learning to smile at specific moments later on in life to say, get your mom to sign a down payment for a condo because you learn from a young age that when you smiled your beautiful smile, mommy was very happy. Uh Uh-huh. So that's just like, it's crazy, right? To like, so easily be able to distinguish one from the other and then her hypothesis um maybe it's not a hypothesis because she's done so much research and i think she's actually a therapist i need to fact check all of this <laughs> but when we feel any sort of anxiety unfulfillment lack of motivation anger basically any negative emotion you can think of as it pertains to yourself your life your career anything it's when your social self and your essential self are not in alignment your true self will have things that it wants to do but your social self has been conditioned from an early age that you should do this you shouldn't do that you should do this you shouldn't do that especially when it comes to like grades, career, colleges, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. So, the more I think we lean into the social self, the more likely it is that we'll feel all of these feelings. And I think when we're able to kind of look at look at ourselves through this framework, For me, it actually took a lot of pressure off me to be like, oh, I need to figure myself out or like, oh, I need to figure out why I'm so like procrastinating everything and I'm so unmotivated and all of these things. And it's more like, oh, I just need to take some time for myself, maybe sit alone and journal or just like think through like what I want to do and who I am Mm -hmm. if none of these other the three P's were whispering things in my ears
0: i'm curious then it based on the book and martha is the idea to lean more into your essential self or is it to find a balance between both so i'm just getting started (laughs) in the book
1: but no that's a great question i think it's a i think it's a great question i think the way that she describes it too is that if you're living so much in your essential self that you have no social connection to people you're probably in jail (laughs) or like Mm. you're in a mental hospital because
0: you can't just act out like however you want there's exactly some sort of existing in yeah community in society exactly
1: like how to be a person right i think that's still important Mm -hmm. but i think for most of us we take that to the extreme (laughs) or like to whatever (laughs) you know because we've been conditioned from a young age to be like you need to care about all of these things but like do you really care about all of those things right so i think it's a exercise to try to live closer and closer to who your essential self is Mm -hmm. while still of course being a rational present human that's my takeaway so far
0: what that reminds me of is when you're in college, and you're told to, you know, study a a certain topic or major in something, maybe it's pre-med, maybe it's law, maybe it's business, accounting, accounting, like myself, (laughs) yeah. All of these things that you feel like, oh, this is what's going to bring like me success or it's going to bring honor to my family or, you know, make my parents proud. But then as you go through it, you're like, I hate what I'm learning. I hate what I'm doing. I don't know how to get out of it. And you feel really stuck. And I think when you start your career in that field, for example, you can find that you end up feeling really drained after your 40 hour work week. If it was something that you didn't necessarily align with. And I think at that point, when there is that stuckness or lack of motivation or feeling just not good about where you are, that to me is maybe what you were describing of your essential self, maybe someone who, and I'm speaking from my experience, like <laughs> someone who wants to be creative, someone who wants more flexibility in my career being stuck in something that's very structured, very mundane, that's like essential self versus social self. But I can't necessarily just cut off my social self and be like, well, my parents just paid for four years of college and now I'm just gonna, you know, but it—it I think everyone's story is very unique and everyone has their own way of finding that balance on their own timeline. For example, Rowena, after college, she knew right away that she didn't want to do that, and so you took a six month break to really figure things out for yourself. And even at the time, you know, us saying that, oh, you you took time to figure things out, you were you are still figuring things out now. I and I think like I think that's something to point out. It's that it never ends, and just as you make these decisions in your life, you continue to figure things out and just try to align more with your essential self but not necessarily like completely like disregard the social self and your yeah. Resp- responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. But I to be like, aware like yeah, sometimes you don't even know where the voice is coming from. Mm-hmm. Is it my voice or is it, you know, the 3 Ps? Mm-hmm. Your parents, your what, peers, and your professors, right? Yeah. Yeah, whose voice is it? Is it yours or is it theirs?
1: Mm. And I think like a very comforting thing, as you just said, is most of the examples the book gives is like a 45-year-old management consultant or like a 50-year-old so-and-so. And they've gone down the corporate path for decades, like two, three decades already. And they've long passed since they've graduated. So I think for us to be aware and curious and introspective at this age at any age like honestly age isn't a thing right but to know and to question and to wonder even just wondering about like it what it, oh there there could be an essential self there could be a social self like who's who and you know who am I and what do I want just thinking about these things no matter how old you are or where you are so long as you're open to thinking about these things I think that's what's most important mm-hmm. you know just being aware of it So that you can eventually do something about it when you're ready to.
0: So when it comes to motivation, I know that for a lot of people, that can stem from burnout. And Rowena has had so many YouTube videos of (laughs) burnout and getting my life together. And now we're past that phase, right? As we mentioned Mm -hmm. in a few episodes ago, we're past the getting getting your life together phase. Yes. What has your experience been with burnout? Someone who is very career driven and career oriented how have you in those phases in your life Mm -hmm. found motivation again or did you lose motivation after burning out huh
1: yeah there are definitely moments where I was feeling super inspired before I finished editing one video I already knew what the next video was going to be super excited everything's planned out now I'm at a place where like I didn't post on main channel for a month and it's okay. And I don't really know what's going to be next, but it's fine. I wouldn't really say where I am now specifically is lack of motivation. It's just <laughs> more like lack of time and trying to figure out mm. the direction that I want to maybe pivot to or like how do I show more of a more of my essential self less of my social self and I think social self is like learned behavior like I know these videos will do well so I will do this rather Mm. than here's something that I really want to talk about that's why I think for me personally learning about this essential self and social self is also very helpful for my content as well of how can I lean more into who I truly am and my voice and share more of that rather than what I've grown to learn is what people want to see Or like what I think people want to see, but what they really want to see is just a real person talking about what they care about, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But going back to your question of burnout, my most intense versions of burnout have been like my shoulders still get pretty tense these days. Like even Mm -hmm. if I like do Qigong and whatever, like they can get very, you know, just on your computer all day. The worst that it was, it ever was, is maybe like 2017 when I was putting so much pressure on myself that I need to post a video every single week at this time, or else I don't, nothing would happen, or else nothing would happen. But I was just so hard on myself. There was one time where I was so stressed to the point that like I was bedridden. The strain went up my neck to the point where like I couldn't turn, and then everything Mm. was just like, like numb and I just couldn't move. Mm-hmm. That was like the worst. Mm-hmm. And then other variations of burnout. I think it's just I just like didn't want to do anything. I yeah. just wanted to be in bed. There's periods of my life within the past five, six years where I just can't wake up for the life of me. Nine, ten, ten thirty, eleven, um <laughs> two, three. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it's something that everyone goes through. But I think, again, it's also trying to, you know, it's okay that we're going through it. It's okay that we'll have these periods of life and these seasons of life that we should embrace with Mm -hmm. open arms, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But also when the time comes and you want to do something about it, to really try to figure out why. Do you think you're escaping something not you right just i mean i'm thinking out loud to myself like do you want like are you trying to avoid something is sleeping better than being awake because you don't want to face certain things and i think the more we're able to kind of tease out what these things could be and try to like unpack it or make peace with it the more we'll be able to just be You know, there's that saying that like, it's not about motivation, it's about discipline. You know, like I think that that's also true. Being a disciplined person, waking up every day at a certain time, even when you don't feel like it, putting your sweater and your like full suit of gear, running gear on to go run outside when it's like negative whatever degrees outside every day, no matter what rain or shine. I think that will help build resilience and help you push through some of these moments but like to get there that's a different story yeah I was just gonna
0: say like I think I used to think that because I am actually I can be a very disciplined person Yeah, but I think with this last phase that I was just in slash maybe still am in there was just no energy to get out of bed. There was like absolutely no desire to do something about it. And I think when you're in that place, I don't know. Like I'm still figuring out like what What did I do? What did I do to like feel good about recording today? You had a very um, comforting weekend last weekend. I did. I think one of the first things that I did when I was feeling stuck and lacking that desire was reaching out to friends of course (laughs) and I think it was difficult to even for as much as we share these things on voice hugs I definitely don't always practice what I preach you know like it's very hard to know something and actually execute it and I think this past weekend was the first time in a long time where I truly like went up to all of my best friends and I was like I'm not feeling the best. I think I need support. And I literally said, like, I need your support right now. I think a lot of times it's hard to ask your friends for help too because they are going through things. They have so much going on in their lives. You don't see your friends the same way you did when you were in high school or in college where you see them every day and you feel that, like, intimacy with them physically now it's like you don't really know what's going on all the time and so reaching out is scary but yeah that was like one thing that really helped I think like as I reflected for this episode two the first half of this year I was extremely burnt out and mm-hmm. to take inventory of what was happening in my life at that time we launched a podcast As you mentioned earlier, in 2017, you put that pressure on yourself to put out a video every week at the same time, etc. I definitely was putting that pressure on myself when we were first launching Voice Hugs and figuring out like all of these things, like what are we going to do with Instagram? What are we going to do with like recording, outlining? What about the questions? How do you manage the emails? It was so much going on. On top of that, I moved out to LA, right? So living in a new environment, being a dog mom, and then also being in a much more serious relationship. I think now in hindsight, looking back, there was so much going on in my life that I did not take the time to let any of it absorb
1: family stuff
0: too yeah 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 that's probably the biggest Mm -hmm. thing Um, there's so much going on with my family health-wise so in hindsight when we took that one month break in April I completely crashed like I don't think we've ever been able to consistently post or record since and I think that was very telling of okay why did you burn out what was draining your energy what happened during that time that Maybe it was just taking away from, like, you. And it's interesting because in the past few episodes, we talked about how I'm gravitating towards these very small things in life. Going on picnics, planting seeds. Seeds. (laughs) Planting seeds. This week, I was watching Extraordinary Woo, the (gasps) Korean drama. Oh my god, we can talk about that later. (laughs) And her dad owns, like, a kimbap restaurant so I made kimbap for the first time and it was actually really good yesterday I baked cookies and so Mm -hmm. I see the difference between the first half of this year where I was working so hard beating myself down and then I swung to the other side of like now I can't get myself to get out of bed (laughs) but I want to do these very small things that are helping me boost my self-esteem or like my confidence making me feel a little bit more myself that's kind of where I am right now so it is is there a solution? I don't know, but that's kind of my experience, at least with this year's timeline, of having a lack of motivation and burning out and feeling stuck. That is life. You know, <laughs> the way that you just
1: described it, maybe when you listen back, you're like, oh, maybe I don't sound like this, or I'm, you know, saying things in ways that I wish I can re say, but I really think that's life seasons of happiness seasons of not as seasons of you want to do all the things and seasons where you just want to do like the small things and I think that's the way that you described it is a very realistic look into honestly like the the peaks
0: and the the dips in our life it's funny because I was telling Rowena about how I was feeling this last weekend and how like, I am kind of hard on myself for being in this season of feeling stuck and feeling not motivated to do things. And Ro goes, it's all about embracing all seasons of life. And I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> that's what we talk about. And yeah. I am i was like, that's so true, right? I, As much as I am not, liking feeling stuck like Mm -hmm. it is about embracing it and accepting it because there will be a time where this phase ends and you will enter a new phase and you will probably bring in a new set of perspectives like more knowledge into that chapter and you will hopefully at least for me I know that every year I just feel more and more myself and I think
1: one of the most comforting things that I've learned is that everything truly is temporary the good Mm -hmm. and the bad so, you know, just enjoy the present as much as we can even if it's
0: maybe not where
1: we want to be. Mm-hmm. But I want to I want to loop back to earlier. You're like, "How did I get myself to record today?" And you kind of like your thought kind of trailed off. I am I am interested in
0: hearing how that came to be. Mm. So, I was talking to my boyfriend and as we get emails and as we get messages I'll share with him like oh my gosh look at what someone wrote to us today or like this is so sweet or wow I didn't know they cried during this part of the episode I it's so touching and so he was telling me yesterday you know if I had your podcast that itself would be so much motivation for me to record every week even in phases where you don't feel as great that would be motivation to like do something and I think like what we're talking about here is you don't have to have a podcast or a YouTube video where you're making a huge difference in someone's life you don't have to even be making a difference in someone's life to find meaning I think what he's really saying and what kind of sparked in me is that you need to find meaning and whatever that meaning is for you is going to change month to month. It's going to change every year. It's going to change with every season. It reminds me of that book. Um, Man Search for Meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you give a summary of that
1: book? So Man's Search for Meaning is written by, was he like a psychologist, psychoanalyst? Yeah, he was um, some I sort get, of a
0: psychologist.
1: Yeah, I would get all of those confused. But he was already practicing psychology when World War II broke out, and he was captured and put in a concentration camp. Yes, multiple concentration camps. And as a psychologist, he would see different people either literally perish or survive, even though their like all of their circumstances were less, like were dire, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. not a good place to be at all. But he was still curious how some people were able to survive in these circumstances when others weren't. And what he found out was that the people who were able to push through were people who are able to find meaning in their suffering, mm-hmm. that they're not resentful, they're not, you know, holding on to this false sense of hope or This false sense of like optimism that like sometime like one day things will be better or like at this time we will be released or anything they're simultaneously like very you know they're still positive but they're realistic about their circumstances but at the same time the underlying thing is as you're just saying meaning like they have this bigger meaning of why this is happening and that it's okay and that they'll
0: do their best even if they can eventually perish? So I think like the lack of motivation, yes, your energy can be trained, But when you find that meaning in your chapter in your life or in that task, in that hobby, in that career, whatever it is for you, that can be just a something you can hold on to. And it, it's like your North Star, right? So how do you find that meaning? And I think it kind of goes back to what Rowena was saying, tapping into your essential self. What feels true and right to you right now? Yeah. yeah. What so feels what feels true, true and, right. and right to you? <laughs> yeah so what feels
1: true and right Mm -hmm. to you right now Rowena (laughs) what feels true and right to me right now is to continue pushing through doing what I've been doing Mm -hmm. yeah I think um there's an element of I definitely want to play more and to do more things that I've done as a kid so there's a list in the book, um, The North, Finding Your North Star. There's 25 questions. You're supposed to answer each statement with, I often feel like my life feels like a greater venture, or I sometimes feel like my life is a great adventure, or rarely mm-hmm. or never, right?
0: Mm-hmm. You're
1: supposed to go through every single question. There's 25. Basically, anything you don't answer often to, those are things that you can work on because that means your social and your essential self are in, they're not like aligned, and there's a few things I think the things that I said I wanted to work on was like I want to play more I want to be more grateful I want to have really cool ideas I want to feel more mentally sharp but basically I think it's just you know even though outside looking in I don't know what outside I, I don't know how you guys perceive me but even though I feel like I'm living pretty closely to my essential self there's still a long way to go there's always room for improvement right Mm -hmm. it's this ongoing journey of like discovering and rediscovering yourself and maybe you're in a season where like 20 of the questions you're like often but then like they could shift around you know the things the more energy you put in one bucket or one area of your life it could shift away from another but i think Right now, the fundamental thing that I'm realizing is this element of play, element of reconnecting with your childlike self because there's that curiosity. Mm. There's that wonder. There's that excitement and zest for life that I feel like I want to reconnect to, which can help with my work and creativity and everything else that I want to do, right? Also, with childlike mentality, you're always grateful, you're just always happy, right? Are you? You're like throwing a tantrum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in my mind, that child is just like a happy, easygoing, mm-hmm. curious child. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where I'm at right now and where I'd like to move more. Like I've already moved I've already been moving in that direction,
0: but just even more so. Mm-hmm. What about you? mm I think I need rest and I still need some more rest mm. something that I thought about recently is that oftentimes when we think of rest, the things that come to my mind are sleep, meditation, yoga, all these calming activities right but rest can actually be something very different for you so rest mm-hmm. could be play doing things with your hands going for a jog rest can actually be working out because maybe working out is something that you really love doing and when you go and work out you feel way more rested afterwards you feel like Mm -hmm. more in tune with your body and so figuring out what are different ways that I can continue to rest so that burnout and being overwhelmed doesn't happen as often or as intensely and also Just always being kinder to myself if I can't bring myself to edit, if I can't bring myself to do certain things like hang out with friends, that's okay and just be like mindful of it. Be mindful of how much time you're maybe avoiding things and just keeping tabs like taking inventory of what's going on, reaching out when you need help, resting when you need to rest and It's all a balance. It's all (laughs) this dance that we do. Be kind
1: to your mind. (laughs) That is such a great saying. Put that on your (laughs) t-shirt. I know. (laughs) Merch. (laughs) For what it's worth, I feel like despite feeling the way you may be feeling, this was an amazing conversation where I feel like, yeah, I feel like this flowed very naturally. Mm -hmm. We're both not in our heads as much as we can be sometimes. And we're both very present Mm -hmm. listening to you talk. I can't even imagine you being like very sad just Mm -hmm. a week ago, you know? Mm -hmm. Don't be fooled.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, we all go through it. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I think we receive a lot of messages that say that, like, you know, it feels like we're very put together and like, grounded and wise for our age and i like, i like thank you like thank you so much that you feel that way but i don't feel that way and it doesn't look like that all the time mm-hmm. this is just a 40 minute conversation we have once every two mm-hmm. weeks <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's okay for life to be messy
1: mm-hmm. it is it is real life
0: mm-hmm.
1: especially are the types of people who try to Put our best foot forward when we are doing something like this yeah it may come across one way but yeah no things are not always <laughs> some butterflies yeah
0: i think like one last thing i wanted to share is to like trust the timing of things i truly think that everything happens for a reason at the time that like it's supposed to happen and in one of our emails that the listener asked, they were sharing that they have both big and small dreams they want to accomplish, but they can't bring themselves to do those things. And I think like for me, when I when I first read that, I was thinking about this podcast and how originally we were supposed to launch in 2020. And we mm-hmm. didn't launch until 2022, really, like December 2021. That was a year and a half of not having that drive or motivation to really push it out no matter how much both of us knew that it was something that we wanted to do it just wasn't the right time and when it came to be the right time then it happened and it happened the way that you know it panned out this year which I'm really glad that it did so when I look back I'm like the timing of it wasn't right and that's okay I still had things that I needed to sort out you had things that you were you know sorting out as well and so when we finally came together it became what it is now
1: yeah and that's such a beautiful thing (laughs) i really truly also believe that things happen for a reason and that there's a time and place for everything if something is meant to be in your life if someone is meant to be in your life if something is meant to happen it will and if something isn't, if someone isn't, if whatever isn't, no matter how hard you try and like humanly try to realize this thing, there will be so many signs that are just like, no.
0: <laughs> just you will, and you will respectfully, feel the resistance. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I think it's, you know, a part of learning about ourselves and being in touch with our essential selves is also learning to read these signs to be like, oh, interesting, you know, not only have my friends told me maybe I should be more cautious and maybe like I'm running into these like delays that are out of my control. Maybe it's not meant to be. But I think this is where it can get very spiritual and woo. And you're like, but like, what are the signs? It's, it's also to mm-hmm. not be attached to that and go to the other extreme of like looking into everything. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, as you're naturally flowing through your day, flowing through your existence, it's not always going to be smooth. And it definitely hasn't been smooth, but things will happen when they're meant to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's like the going with the flow from that perspective. But at the same time, it's like you still need to work hard and do the things you need to do. <laughs> so it's, it's, it, it's conflicting and can, it can get confusing. Mm-hmm. If you're trying your best, doing what you can where you are with what you have, trying to get to know yourself more, trying to get in touch with their essential self more. Sooner or later, things will start falling in place, but it's an ongoing journey. Even if it does fall in place, there'll be more things to come together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, lie! What are you nibbling on?
0: Oh, I baked cookies yesterday.
1: Aww. What kind of cookies?
0: Um, they're like the Bon Appetit brown butter <gasps> toffee chocolate chip cookies. They're like my like go-to recipe. Oh. Can you bake some for me next week? Yes. I'm going back home next week. Yes. Woo-hoo. Yes. Yes, I can.
1: All right, Viv. So if you were to talk to your one weekend-ago self, <laughs> what would you say to her in regards to anything
0: or just on the topic of lacking motivation? motivation? I would tell her to try something new or different that she has the like capacity to do. So, of course, everyone's on a different journey, right? And so I think like looking back to a week ago, if that means finding meaning in cleaning your room, finding meaning in calling your friends, like do one thing that's different than what you've been doing. And it I I guess I would start small because when you are lacking motivation, it's hard to tackle those big projects or big hobbies that require a lot of energy. Getting out of your apartment and driving somewhere can require a lot of energy. So maybe it's just sending a text to someone. Maybe it's getting up one hour earlier, 30 minutes earlier. And the meaning is like, you know, you want to change what you're feeling right now. Like you want to just get yourself out of where you are. So that is what I would share. Mm -hmm. how about yourself i
1: mean i think to piggyback off what you said there's a reason why i personally love vacuuming it's like i think the longer that you have been in existence the more you know how when you do one thing it'll lead you to do more things Mm -hmm. so i think for me when i'm feeling like insane resistance to work or like if my apartment's a mess i'll just I just won't think I'm just going to vacuum because I actually like vacuuming. Mm -hmm. And then when I start vacuuming, I'm like, oh, like it just, it kind of kicks your, it kicks the gears to like, it start, it kickstarts your gears and gets them to start like slowly but surely running again and you're like okay now that I vacuumed and I picked everything up off of the floor maybe I should do a load of laundry and then like my optimizing size starts coming out okay as like the laundry is running what else can I do like while as I'm waiting for it to like be put in the dryer and then I like start getting excited because I don't know I'm kind of weird and I like optimizing my life like that but then I think for everyone it could be different maybe it's washing the dishes and then it gets you in this mood or it is making your bed it could be anything But I like to think of these as keystone habits. When you do one thing, it will lead to this cascading effect of like other positive habits. Some people, it can be working out. It can be going out and taking your dog for a walk. It can be literally anything, right? Mm -hmm. But this is, I guess, what we've been saying this whole time of being more in tune with your essential self to know that what some of these things can be so that when you're feeling... Any sort of way, you know,
0: there's these things you can fall back on or these habits, like quote habits that you can fall back on. That reminds me of, you know, this week, the one thing that I wanted to do to help me get out of it was using my hands. And I specifically wanted to make kimbap, but Mm -hmm. I knew that I would not bring myself to go to the grocery store to buy all of those things. So that keystone habit or like that one thing that I knew I would be able to do is, I, because I reached out to my friends, two of my best friends came over on Sunday night. And because of them, I was able to get that like burst of energy to go buy the groceries otherwise mm-hmm. if i was just home alone it yeah. would have just been these thoughts that are, like oh i want to do this but i'm not well, gonna that do would it be nice yeah but like i'm
1: not going to yeah. yeah
0: and so after like making it and being able to deliver it to other friends that gave me more energy because i was like oh i feel like i'm able to you know, make something with love and give it to friends. I feel happy that I uh, finally am able to get out of bed. And so it's that snowball effect of just finding a really small thing, really the text made the biggest difference for me. Mm -hmm. And so what is that for you? What Viv said that I meant to
1: highlight so much earlier, but I forgot was just reaching out to friends. Because I think when you're in this state, It's so easy to want to close yourself off to the world and to just try to figure everything on your own or not, right? Like just lay in bed all day and like not think about anything. I think like to be able to pull up enough courage to like, like A, even reach out, Mm B, be like, hey, I'm not in the best state and C, like actually send that message out to like another human. It takes so much. I really do think it takes a lot of courage. Right. Because not only are you being vulnerable with other people, you're also being very vulnerable with yourself because I can I can feel not good. Right. But if I don't tell anyone I don't feel good, then nobody else knows. And I think it's also me kind of convincing myself that, like, maybe I am fine. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you say it out in the world, it's like you're kind of like keeping yourself accountable in a way because other people now know as well. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I think that's like. I texted you already, but like I really am proud of you and like happy that you feel comfortable enough and like ready to kind of bring your closest friends into your like truly into like the inner workings of your mind. And these can be friends, these can be parents, these can be family, this can be anyone, it could be your therapist, Mm -hmm. just anyone in your life being able to let them know and letting them into your lives. I think it's actually very helpful and also special. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I want to give a little shout out. That just made me think of like the people who did email us about this, like mm. sending this email and sharing what's going on in their life. Uh, won't reveal your names, but mm-hmm. quick shout out to H and K because that sparked, all of my reflections and all of Rowena's reflections Mm -hmm. for this episode too. So thank you for sharing what you're going through as well. Thanks,
1: guys. (laughs) Voice hug! My goodness, I think we all need it. We all need a
0: giant collective group hug. (laughs) Voice hug for everyone. Yes. (laughs) yes thank you so much for being a part of this episode i really needed this i'm really happy that we are here today and i am yeah. where i am right now Aww. <laughs> yeah and um again if you guys have any questions feedback if you want to say hi if you want to reach out to us we can be your people as well yeah you can shoot us a dm at Podcast or send us an email hello at voicehugspodcast.com don't be shy. don't be shy <laughs> <laughs> voice hugs voice hugs bye baby